0: My name is Molly Ballard and my podcast is on Ted Bundy. Theodore Robert Cowell was born on November 24, 1946 in Burlington, Vermont. He was raised by his mother's grandparents in Philadelphia. For most of his life, he believed his mother's parents, Samuel and Eleanor Cowell, were his biological parents and his mother, Louise Cowell, was his sister. His real father was never in the picture and his identity to this day is unknown. Though described as an overall well-behaved child, Ted's early life was not ideal. His father, Samuel, had many mental illnesses, which resulted in him, be- in him being verbally and physically abusive to his whole family. Appropriately, Ted's mother, Eleanor, feared her husband and suffered from depression and agoraphobia, a severe anxiety disorder. Eleanor often seeked help by electroshock therapy which was a popular treatment for even the most mild cases of mental illness at that time. Later on, Louise decided to pack her and Ted's things and move in with her cousins in Tacoma, Washington. There she met Ted's future stepfather, Johnny Bundy, which is where Ted got his famous last name. Johnny and Louise had four children together. While Louise was left taking care of the younger children, Ted was left alone without much attention. Many would think Ted would be upset about the lack of attention he was receiving, but strangely, he favored isolation and disconnection from his family and friends. This characteristic was mistaken for his shyness. Ted Bundy grew into a handsome young man that got along well with others and excelled in school, despite his troubling childhood. In 1965, he graduated from Windrow Wilson High School during his high school years is when ted started getting into trouble he began breaking into cars and stealing anything that had value by the age of 18 bundy was arrested twice for suspected burglary and auto theft as ted got older he moved around a lot he enrolled in many different colleges and dropped out until he found one he was comfortable with Moving around a lot led him to meeting his first girlfriend, which he fell deeply in love with. Unfortunately, with time, Ted's girlfriend saw him as too shy and immature, not husband material. So she broke up with him, which left Ted heartbroken and depressed. Soon after his breakup, he dealt with another hardship. He discovered his true parentage. This led led to Bundy having a complete personality change. Ted grew into a confident and outgoing person. He decided to re-enroll in college, and in 1972, Ted graduated from the University of Washington, where he earned a bachelor's degree in psychology, coincidentally enough. Soon after, Ted got involved with a new woman, Elizabeth Kendall, who fell in love with Ted although she suspected he was seeing other women. Elizabeth was correct. Ted rekindled his relationship with his first love and was seeing the both of them at the same time. Now that Ted had a girlfriend and his old girlfriend was in love with him once again, his confidence flourished. 1974 is when things started to change. Around Washington and Oregon, young women started to disappear. Two women were approached by a man that introduced himself as Ted in July, 1974. He asked them for their assistance on his boat, and those two women were never seen alive again. This is where Ted's murder spree started. In the fall of 1974, Bundy moved to enroll in yet another college. This time, it was the University of Utah where he was studying law. Soon after his move, multiple women started reporting attacks, and when asked to describe the attacker, they all the same description and the same name, Ted. Some women said Ted was dressed as a police officer. Others said he was on crutches or had a cast, asking for their help. A couple women also reported that he drove a tan Volkswagen. Along with the reported attacks, women started going missing and bodies started piling up. All the women, taken or killed, had the same features. White, tall, thin, and long hair parted down the middle. When their bodies were found, the women had all had the same injuries. They were hit with blunt objects to the head, raped, and sodomized. Investigators were able to collect the attacker's blood from the scene. Then they discovered his blood type, Type O. This narrowed it down to a list of suspects. Authorities were frantic about finding this man. They were dealing with a serial killer that was traveling state to state. Ted's killing spree didn't stop at Utah. As stated, he was able to move state to state, and he did. He was traveling across America to find his next suitable victim. A little less than a year after the Utah killings, bodies and dis- disappearances started popping up in Colorado. A woman named Karen Campbell vanished while on vacation with her family at a ski resort. It is worth mentioning that Ted Bundy's favorite pastime was skiing. Another, a month later, Karen's lifeless body was found nude in a field a short distance from a main road. She, as well as the women found dead in Utah, had received violent blows to her skull, as determined when her remains were examined. Five more women were found dead in Colorado after Karen's death. They all had the same injuries. In August 1975, Ted Bundy was pulled over for a driving violation. While being pulled over, he was acting very nervous and suspicious. This alerted the police, so they decided... To search his vehicle. In Ted's Volkswagen, police found some very questionable items that made them arrest him for suspected burglary. Along the items in Ted's vehicle were handcuffs. Police compared these and a few other items to those a woman saw in her attacker's car when she was kidnapped. The handcuffs that were placed on Durant, the woman kidnapped, were of the same make of those that were found in Bundy's possession. Being that Police had Ted and a couple other suspects line up in the police station and had Durant pick which one was her attacker. Once Durant picked Bundy, police decided they had enough evidence to charge him with attempted kidnapping. They also felt confident that they had caught the man responsible for the statewide killings that had been going on in Utah for over a year. A year after being arrested, Bundy went on trial for attempted kidnapping. He was then found guilty and received 15 years in prison. In the meantime, authorities were questioning Ted about the missing women in Colorado. They found key details that led them to believe he was responsible for the murders. Evidence to support this claim was Ted's credit card statements. He was in the area where multiple women vanished in 1975. The next October, Bundy was charged with the murder of Karen Campbell. Authorities were relieved, but not for long. Bundy was taken to the Colorado prison for his trial on his most recent recent charge, murder. He was serving as his own lawyer, so this allowed him to appear in court without leg irons or handcuffs. This was a big mistake. In June 1977, Bundy jumped out of the window during his pretrial in an attempt to escape. However, a week later, he was found and arrested. After being in prison for only six months, Bundy escaped. He fled to Tallahassee, Florida. Once he got there, he rented an apartment in the same area of, you guessed it, another college. On an early Saturday morning in January 1978, Ted Bundy broke into Florida State University's Chi Omega sorority house in search of new victims. This time, his victims were four girls. Two were left dead and the other two were seriously injured. When Ted broke into the sorority, he strangled two women, raping one of them. He beat the two other women over the head with a log, but they survived. Investigators blamed their roommate, roommate Nita Neary, for them surviving because she came home and interrupted Bundy before he was able to finish the job. The same night as the sorority attacks, another woman was attacked. The police found a mask at the crime scene, that was identical to the one Ted had in his vehicle just a month later Ted Bundy took someone else's life this time it was 12 year old Kimberly Leach one of his youngest victims who he kidnapped and mutilated a week after Kimberly's disappearance Ted was arrested for driving a stolen vehicle investigators once again had eyewitnesses that pointed out Bundy for being the suspicious man around Kimberly School. They also had physical evidence that linked him to three other murders. One year later, in 1979, Bundy went on trial on June 25th for the murder of the sorority women. The trial was televised for all of America to see. He was soon found guilty of murder and received two death sentences by means of the electric chair. In 1980, Bundy was charged again with the murder of Kimberly Leach and received yet another death sentence, this being his third. Even after being charged, he still swore on his innocence. During his sentencing, Bundy married Carol Boone while she was on the witness stand. Carol and Ted had a complicated relationship. Boone was brainwashed by Bundy and was convinced he was innocent. They got closer than ever when Ted was in the midst of his sentencing. In 1982, Carol gave birth to Ted's daughter Rose, which he adored. However, with time, Carol Boone divorced Ted after realizing all of the horrific horrific things he had done, and she did not allow their daughter to have anything to do with him. Finally, Ted Bundy was put to death via electric chair on January 24, 1989 at Rayford Prison in Florida. This came as a relief to everyone, especially the families of the women he killed. Right before his execution, Bundy admitted to the murders of over 25 women across several states. 42 people were there to witness the historic execution of Ted Bundy. The news covered the story for days, being that it was such a major event. Bundy stated that he did not want to die, but understood he deserved the most extreme punishment that society had. Ted's last words were, Jim and Fred, I would like you to give my love to my family and friends. With that, a black hood was placed over his head and an electrode was fastened to his scalp before 2,000 volts at 14 amps were sent through his body. After about one minute, Ted Bundy was declared dead at 716 a.m.